This is me in seventh grade. This movie is really fun to shoot and it's really good for your self-esteem, I think. So maybe you should make a movie. Hi, I'm England, and I'm the creative director at Dot Dash up here in NorCal, and we make films, something I'm well acquainted with since the age of 11, apparently. What you just listened to was my idea of a behind-the-scenes narration of a film I made back in middle school. The footage I cannot find. I am so sorry. Otherwise, I would share that with you. But 11-year-old me had some solid advice. This could be good for your self-esteem, I think. Also, she said, maybe you should make films too, and maybe you should. So what's stopping you? Well, let me tell you what I thought was stopping me, and then how I got over that and started making films for real. So um, hang tight for my first ever podcast. Here we go. I just can't make films. Here are the four things I thought were stopping me from making films. Money, people, equipment, and time. I thought, I don't have the money to do this. I don't have the people interested and willing to be a part of this. I don't have the equipment to make this. And I don't have the time to devote to this. These are four things that I thought were my obstacles, and maybe you think they are too, but really my obstacle was believing that these were my obstacles. Sounds a little inception, doesn't it? Okay, let me explain. I was not confident enough in myself, therefore (laughs) I made these excuses. And that's what they are. And I'm going to explain why they're all excuses and how I got over them. Money is only an issue if you're not passionate and confident enough in your project. And if you're not realistic about what you can accomplish at that time in your life. So what I mean by that is if you're writing a big budget sci-fi film that's heavy on special effects and requires a thousand extras, yeah, if you only have 500 in your savings account, it might be a little difficult to get the money for that. But if you're writing a two-person sketch comedy that is three pages long, takes place in a bedroom... I'll let your mind wander with that one. Honestly, the money you need may just be the food for the actors. And yes, you should feed your actors. If that is the least you can do, then do it. Gosh dang it, because it will make the world a difference if you have food on set for them. So be realistic about what you can accomplish and also be creative within those constraints. I always think constraints do make me personally more creative. The reason for that is, let me give you an example. Someone asks you to tell them a little bit about yourself. Does your mind go blank like mine does? Because mine, mine does. I, I just, I'm, I revert to like the most basic things. Hi, I am an actor. 
I live in NorCal, you know, and I just sound like a broken record and the most generic thing in the world. But if someone were to come up to me and specifically ask, hey, tell me about a project you're very passionate about and you're working towards right now. Oh gosh, I probably would not be able to stop talking. And the reason why is because they gave me some constraints. They gave me these boundaries and they said, work within this. And I was like, all right, because it's easier to fill a box if you know this is how much space I have. But if you don't, then it can be very overwhelming and you can just be paralyzed by the idea of having to fill it all. If all these metaphors make sense, please let me know because I'm just a walking metaphor, I feel like. But constraints are good. Financial constraints are awesome. Wow, you probably have never heard that before. They're awesome. Take it from me, a broke actor. They're awesome. They make you think about what you can do within those constraints and you get thrifty with it. Um, literally, you get thrifty with it. Thrift stores are your best friend. Um, so I dare you to work within your constraints and always push yourself to see what you can accomplish within them. I don't have the people that want to be a part of this slash devote their time. Here's the thing. You have the people, but it's your job to find them and it's your job to persuade them. How the heck do I persuade them, England? How do I get them to be a part of this? Here is how. You must be confident and passionate in your project. No one, and I mean no one, is going to want to be a part of your project if you yourself are insecure about it. And here's the riddle. You're always going to be insecure about your projects. Why? Because they're your projects. And hopefully, if they're vulnerable and they're that good, deep stuff, you will be insecure. And that's just the sign of a creative. But you have to be confident and passionate enough in them that they're going to be completed and they're going to be completed to your standards. And someone out there is going to notice that and be like, hey, I want to work for that. I want to work for someone who has these standards, has these goals and meets them. Because I know if I devote my time to their project that I'm actually going to get something from it. And that's going to be either a footage for their demo reel or a credit on their resume or something to post about, brag about, etc. or just a great experience. People want to work with people who are confident and passionate. That's the simple sauce, the secret simple sauce to all of this. So you have the people, but you need to attract them. I kept telling myself, oh, no one's going to want to be a part of this. And the reason why was because I was so insecure with my projects. So I was like, how could anyone want to be a part of it? But then when I was like, you know what? This is actually some pretty cool shit. That's when people started to notice. I did not even allow myself the time to think that someone would actually want to be a part of it. Boy, was I selling myself short there. So to attract people, you have to be passionate and confident about your project. You're going to see this theme come up multiple times and there's a reason for it because it works. have the equipment to do this. I don't have a fancy DSLR camera. I don't have a microphone. Look, I don't give two shits. 
if you have a camera phone, you have the equipment. Reason being, technology is great. Technology is amazing. And we're at a point, this technological world where amazing technology is in the hands of the masses. And that leads to a lot of creatives being able to create. Gosh, I hope I explained that well. Your iPhone is plenty enough. Your Android is plenty enough to do this. Click record, start going. Stop making the excuse of I don't have this or that because you will if you grow that confidence in your projects. And if you're passionate enough, then you will start to save money for it, for more equipment because you prioritize it because you're confident in it. So start creating with your iPhone, even flip camera. If you have a flip camera, honestly, that could be cool. Make a YouTube video, say, I created this whole film with the flip camera. You might just get views because people are interested in that. Super cool stuff, okay? If you're curious what equipment you should splurge on or start with, and when I say this with caution because I don't want to tell you equipment you should get and then you think that you need that equipment to start filming and like that's what holds you back, don't make that excuse for yourself, okay? Promise me? Okay, cool. If you're going to start buying equipment, start with sound equipment. Why? Because sound is the most important quality of film. You can have, honestly, the worst resolution ever. But if your audio is decent, is good, people will keep watching it. But if you have this amazing 4K footage and your audio sounds like you're standing in a hecka echoey room and it's just kind of screeching, I'm I'm not going to watch more than 30 seconds of it. And you can bet your bottom dollar that not many others will too. So invest in sound if you are going to start equipment, but don't use that excuse. I don't have fancy equipment, so I can't make films because that's all it is, is an excuse. You can, you have something right now and you're actually probably listening to me on it right now. So what's stopping you? Remember that thing I just said about constraints? They can make you more creative. See what shots you can do with an iPhone in places that a DSLR or a large camera would not be able to fit. An iPhone can. Have you ever thought of putting an iPhone under a gas pedal in a car and having your actor hit the gas on that? Cutting to that? Wouldn't that be cool? You can't fit a dang DSLR down there unless you do some, you know, gutting of the vehicle. So um, food for thought there. Get creative. Lastly, time. Oh gosh, I hear this from so many actors and not just on making films, but just acting and being a part of projects and all that stuff. I just can't find the time. I don't have the time. I'm really busy right now. Here's the funny thing about time is if something's important to you, you will make the time. If you're finding you don't have time for something, you really need to step back and think, Why am I not prioritizing this? What makes me feel like this is not a big enough deal to me to where I'm allocating my time to other things? Why do I feel like this isn't forwarding my career? And usually what it is, is more of the fear of creating than it is feeling like it won't go anywhere. We stop ourselves before we even go. And that's such a sad thing. But honestly, if you love something and you're stubborn enough to do it and put your time into it, 
you will make the time for it. It won't be a question of if you have the time because you will allocate that time. You will block it out on your dang calendar. So I don't want to hear that excuse because I had that excuse too. I thought, I don't have the time to make these films. I don't have the time to get actors to come to these things and, and ask my family to, you know, leave the house for three hours as I film. I don't have the time for this. Well, when I grew impatient and I grew more confident of where my projects could go and I saw the effect it had on others, let me tell you when I say I started making time and a whole heck of a lot of it. And now even to the point where I will sometimes not pick up an extra shift at my part-time job because I value my creative time more than money. That is prioritizing because what is my career? It's film. Is it my part-time job? No. So that's up to you. A lot of these things, if you haven't noticed, are all obstacles of your mind. We like to put out these very concrete obstacles and be like, oh, it's because of this. Obviously, it's because of money. It's because of people. It's because I don't have the right equipment. I just am so busy with my social calendar. But really, when we peel those back and we get to that really scary part, it's us. We're insecure. We are fearful of what will be, of what might not be at all, of what others might think of us. Um, We don't think we're capable. There's other people who are better than us at this. And so we just stop before we even get going. Someone said out there, and I can't remember it for the life of me, but they said, creating, just creating is difficult in itself. And it's so true. Sitting down and creating something is one of the most arduous processes of an artist. So when you do create, please pat yourself on the back and try not to let that inner critic get too much spotlight because you did it. You made something. Hey, you started with an idea and you finished with a dang product. That's amazing. So I ask you, what's stopping you from making films? And I think you and I both know the answer. And it's somewhere deep down in those parts of your mind where you don't go too often. And then you have to take a deep breath and you have to stop binge watching on Netflix because we do either one of two things. We either get paralyzed by the fear or we try to overcompensate and do everything a mile a minute. And the best thing is to be somewhere in the middle there. And yeah, it's hard. I get it. But I can tell you getting over these excuses that I made for myself and these mental obstacles has really helped me. And without doing that, I wouldn't be where I am making a film a month with Dot Dash. I'm so happy for where I am right now. And I really want you to be there too. So what's stopping you? Okay, thank you so much for listening to my word blurbs. This is the first of many podcasts that I'll have coming. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you have any ideas for future podcasts or you want to know some things about me, I'm interested in hearing them. So please let me know. Um, Otherwise, kick ass.